It's time for the Live, Shop, Work, and Play radio show and podcast. Interesting people, open conversations, and topics worth talking about. And now, your host, a Georgia Bulldog fan and graduate, a smart real estate investor who learns the hard way, and a radio talk show host. You never know what he's going to say. Joe Mullins. Hello, Florida. This is Joe Mullins of the Live, Workshop, Play show. And good morning. This weekend, uh, we have got the voice of parents who are very concerned about the school start back. You know, we left last year with a lot of battles fought. Some won, some lost, some we're not sure what happened to them. But you know, what's more important that we start this school year, we know which direction we're going on, and we focus on the number one task at hand, and that is our child's education, making sure that their future is set. We said a lot of good things last week. We're bringing back Will Fury from the uh, Flagler County School Board. Thanks for having Welcome, me Welcome, Will. We've also got Pastor Jay. That's Pastor right. Jay, thank you for coming on again and, and helping me co-host this show today. You, you know, if there is a mother in this community that has been more active, I would be shocked. You have done a phenomenal job. We also have Paul Deering, who is with the Volusia County Republican Executive Club. And I asked Paul to be on because they have fought a lot of these battles and brought a lot of this attention and support and really push these conservative uh, politicians that are so-called conservative who get in there and don't do anything. They're, they they stay on their tails, and I really appreciate that. These are important and crucial. And Paul, thank you for coming back on as well. Joe, it's my pleasure to be here. Thank you. It's important not just to go to these meetings, but to be a voice. And, and you know, we talked about it in our Right to Life uh, show that we had just a few weeks ago. And Senator Scott, who just was on last the week before last, uh, we talked about these conservative politicians, quote unquote, people moving down. They're Democrat and they're realizing the only way they win if they switch seats. One thing I want to say is this. We are very fortunate to have strong people. We also have a very special guest from Volusia County, uh, another school board member, Jess Thompson. Jess, welcome. Oh, thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be here. One thing I'd like to do, and, and I'd like to bring it up, and I'd like, Pastor Jay, I'm going to kind of divert to you and let you kind mm-hmm. of talk. But Jess, let's give a little update about Volusia County and some of the great things y'all have done to hold the ground for our kids in the future of our kids. Yeah, I mean, we've, and I thank God every day for it because I can't do it by myself. Uh, we've, we've been fortunate to live in the great state of Florida where a lot of great bills did pass and thankfully Volusia County hasn't been standing in the way. I know I emailed um, someone at the district to, and I was like, listen, HB 1521 came out and what that stated was that there had to be disciplinary actions in place for our restrooms. If you use the biologically incorrect restroom, there had to be discipline. And I searched our code of conduct and I talked to many people around the state and they did the same. And there was nothing there. There's nothing. There's nothing about the bathrooms. There's nothing about discipline. As talk to our district i'm like listen guys we have to do this this is now state law it has to get done and it's been received very well and so we'll be working on that coming up you know in the next couple of weeks but as far as books you know we i keep encouraging parents like if you want a book to be questioned please do it please bring it to the school board because if it's something that's sexually inappropriate we'll get it out i'm thankful for where we live 
stuff that we've been able to do because it makes it a lot easier compared to other states. Um, Just let me ask you, with the passing of um, all these different bills that's coming up, and I can pose this to both you and Will, is are you finding easier to come up and put policies together in place? Right. And how do you get, yeah, how do you get the information out there? Because a lot of parents aren't even aware of what's going on. Most of them don't watch the news. I mean, they're making a living for their children. It's not that they aren't engaged, but unless something comes through the school system, a lot of them don't know that there has been policy changes. A lot of parents didn't even know that it was that you could that a child could use a different restroom other than what they were assigned as, you know, what they were born and assigned as birth. So how do you get the word out? And is it easier to put these policies together? I would say to answer the first question, yes, I think it's easier because, I mean, you're, it's not me going in there. It's not me with my beliefs or my religion, which I feel like I've been attacked on different issues, but it is literally state law. This is what the state says. And, you know, we had Speaker Renner, who was at the forefront of moving bills through education. Obviously, Governor DeSantis helped so much. Um, so I think it's easier. As far as parents not realizing, I mean, I'm going to be completely a billion one percent honest. We have so many policies here in Volusia that were 30, 20 years old and so out of date. And I don't think parents realize that. And so 20, 30 years ago, the bathrooms weren't an issue. And even now, I mean, the policies haven't been changed yet. And there is nothing that says what bathroom you have to use. And there's no disciplinary course of action. And I don't think parents are aware of that. We have a lot of policies. I'll give it to you. It's not interesting reading if you're just sitting down to read. But... Um, I think parents should read it, but I do think they're starting to pay attention. I will say after 2022 and so much attention was put on education and school boards, I feel that a lot more parents are paying attention. That being said, a lot of people who want to fight policy changes and fight what's happening in Florida with this huge movement in education, they're also reading. And I will say that my uh, email inbox is constantly full of people with delightful um, you from the other side, I'll say. You know, when you talk about the bathroom and the bathroom issue, there this has gotten so ridiculous. I want to throw something out here. I was in Hawaii, and they had a bathroom. It was one big major bathroom. It had a sink, a common area where sinks could be. But then you go into the stall, and you use the bathroom, you lock the door, and you come out. There's a solution mm-hmm. there. All this stuff about mm-hmm. my child gets to go into one that says women's. My child. This has gotten so ridiculous and is so out of hand. Just take the damn men and women's thing off the wall and put bathroom and let them use it. And then that way they can go in. It also would be a monumental cost to the school districts um, to, to, to make that type of retrofit. And um, <clears throat> But at the end of the day, it's, it's my view that uh, whatever uh, gender you were assigned at birth, that, that is the bathroom that you should be using, and they shouldn't be mixed and together. I think, I, I'm, I don't know if Father's the same way. I know I've talked to principals about this, because like I said, in Volusia, we have, as of this second in time, have no policy staying one way or the other, but I've talked to multiple principals about it who have had transgender students, and they have asked, you know, they want the privacy. They don't want to feel assaulted when they go in whichever restroom they choose because they don't feel like they belong anywhere. And every single principal I spoke with has said they made accommodations where, Joe, like you said, there's a basically one room restroom where they could go in, lock the door. It's just them, the toilet, a sink, and that's it. And then they walk out. And so they made it as safe as possible. And so those exist on 
I they exist. I, I they exist in Flagler County yeah, as well, Jess. That's a solution, and we're still. But they don't want a solution. They want to argue that they can go into something with a little dress symbol on it, and it's okay. And my point is, we don't care if you go in there or not. Well, here's the thing, and I don't know if it has changed in Flagler County. Is that at the schools they would have to go request a key to go use the single-use stall and the single-use restrooms, which puts a child out of the... They should not have to request a key. Because I have had children that wanted to go and request a key, not because they were transgender, not because they were LGBTQ, just because they wanted the privacy. And every child should have access to privacy. I'm going to go back to something. I'm going to go back to something. Jess will not understand this, but Paul, you will. Uh Will, you will. And Pastor Jay, you will. If they keep this up, I think we should go back to the quarter bathrooms where you have to put a quarter in the door and go in. And that way we see if, you know, we we just go to one single bathroom, you put a quarter in and you go into it. For my listeners that are under the age of 40, yes, we grew up and our biggest issue with bathrooms is that we had to put a quarter in the door. They had a little change thing on it to get access to go use the restroom. I don't recall. I must not be that old. You're not that old. You're not so, so you're with Jeff. You're <laughs> Listen, with Jeff. You know as well. they say black don't crack and brown don't frown. I don't know let's what you're talking about. Let's talk about the let's talk about some positive things. I'd like to hear some positive updates. You know, it's let's, very exciting. Our kids are getting to go back to school. They're going back to school and we and what's positive right now is we have a conservative movement here in the state of Florida. We have majority mm-hmm. Republican House, majority Republican Senate, and we have a Republican governor. And to me that's positive and that's great news. Paul, and I think we're going to increase that number. In fact, we have District 3 in Flagler County Schools and District 5 in Flagler County Schools where we are looking for conservative candidates for District 3 and District 5. One of them's been in there for like 50 years. She's very liberal. The other one is uh, uh, Rhino, and she calls herself a conservative, but yet she has voted more liberal She voted movement. for the mask. She voted so to retain gonna, books and that's that me has sexual it. explicit that's content. That's me saying it on my show, and I'm giving it. We need two strong people there. Jess, do you guys are, or let me ask Paul this, because I don't want to put Jess in the hot seat, but Paul, do y'all have some seats down in Volusia that are coming open that are important that we need to work on getting some strong people in? Yes, we do. Uh, actually, uh, Joe, uh, this coming uh, election cycle we have in, uh, in Districts 2 and District 4 uh, are both up, and uh, both are occupied currently uh, by Democrats, and um, and I think the governor has made them a priority, uh, as he has in many counties, that we look to get conservatives, Republicans uh, uh, in, in there. And basically, uh, at the end of the day, we need people who will, I want to say, put parental right in the mix in the mix on everything i mean when it comes right down to it and it's a it's a mentality that that the state if you will or in this case the school board as the as the local part of the state that affects the students as the school board isn't the end all the school board is there to facilitate good things for parents kids and and teachers and at the end of the day, if they do their their job, and we have, and if we have a good majority of conservatives, we had in this last election, we had a number of of good folks running for for uh, and conservatives as well as as liberals that were running in in the races for school board. However, we were we were blessed to have Jesse come out with uh, with the victory in uh, District Three, and uh, and she uh, espoused not just um, uh, I want to say good parental. 
things. She's, you know, had been a parent, a, a PTA president and so on, and very, very involved, but also a very strong conservative set of values. And those are the things that we need in, uh, in, in our uh, elected officials, especially at the school board level, so that we can know that we can reach out to them. That's really the, the, the key. So uh, anyway, that's, uh, that's, where, uh, uh, that's where I am on that. Um, well, there was a bill that came through that stopped union, um, the automatic deduction for teacher unions. Let's talk about that, because the teacher unions, most people don't realize, have been evident, have been done quite a bit of things when it comes to what they want to enforce and the policies that they want and the agendas. They have the teacher unions have their own agenda. And I know Rebecca Friedrichs, um, she's I can't remember what state she's in. I believe she's out of California, where she actually was one of the ones that really stopped teacher unions where it was mandatory so here in the state of florida in fact she had that um she was the executive producer of that movie um whose children are they because teacher unions have really been hijacked in our school system so for the first time that i know of in the state of florida that those automatic deductions aren't coming out teacher salaries so how is that um will do you do you think things going to affect us here well it really it's going to uh, depend on how much participation the unions have amongst their members, right? There is okay. a certain percentage that they have to um, maintain. And um, the this was really designed to free up the paychecks of teachers, right? To not have them have this auto deduction from their paycheck. Uh, if, if that teacher finds value in that union for, for them, they can write the check or set up an auto debit directly with the union, right? Um, but, you know, the challenges with the, with the union is that, um, one, all of our teachers now are on annual contracts, right? Uh, but we do have some uh, grandfathered and tenured teachers they mostly bargain for, and they want to bargain every dollar we have. If there's any extra left over, we have to, you know, bargain um, that, that uh, mm. with them. It's just part of, of their existence right now. But, um, but they do need to maintain a certain level of... Um, participation in order to exist. So we'll, we'll see how that plays out in the new fiscal year. Uh, Jesse, back in January, I saw where um, there were about at least, I want to say about seven or eight counties, superintendents of schools had to go and had to talk about why they had not given the raises, hadn't given the money that mm-hmm. Governor DeSantis mm-hmm. had given. You remember that? And yeah, we were one of them. You were one of them. Flagler County was one of them, too. Yes, we and the top notch reason why they had not given the teachers the raises and the and the money that the governor DeSantis had released for the school teachers and our county was there was because of what? Teacher unions. They hadn't finished negotiation with teacher unions. Yeah. And we um, we actually, you know, that was one of the things that I, I told the rest of my board. I was like, I have zero problem going to impasse if they're being unreasonable. I know that's not a popular opinion. But that's where we, I mean, we didn't get our money out. Good Lord, I want to say it was like March or April, which is ridiculous. Those teachers have already taught pretty much all year. And so this year we went in, um, you know, we went, I think it was like a month or so ago, kind of starting to get our minds wrapped around it. And it's like, why can't we get our teachers the money when they start teaching this year? Like, you know, we start school, let's let the teachers have the money that our governor and our legislation has says these teachers need. And so we, uh, We've started negotiations early, and it's, we want to get this money out. We already have we have three unions up here, mm-hmm. and one of our unions already, um, you know, negotiated through. And the teachers' union isn't that one. We're still working on that one, but you know, we're trying really hard because I mean I'm very pro parental rights, but I'm also we have a lot of really good teachers, and to be quite frank, they get screwed over by the union repeatedly. I don't even know if they're aware. Mm. You know. Um 
TikTok has been huge. Everybody likes, I don't have TikTok just by the way, but it's, you don't have TikTok, do you have TikTok, Paul? No. No, you don't have TikTok just, but I know in Flagler County, we actually had a teacher be dismissed because she was doing TikTok videos um, with a song I felt like was inappropriate, was doing a TikTok video inside of a classroom and it had a curse word in it. And she had all these TikToks and had them all over TikTok and she was dismissed. Well, now we have legislation that no TikTok is allowed. Um, how do you guys feel about that? Well, I, I, I think the removal of as, as much social media as we can from our young children's lives is, is a good thing. Um, there's many studies that, that are showing that our kids are suffering from mental health, uh, b- body image issues, um, bullying. All these things are happening because of social media. And the less that they have it in their hands is the better, but, but especially at school, because it's, it's a distraction um, from, from learning. Right? But they've been using it to promote sporting events and their clubs and not anymore. Not TikTok. TikTok has already it's already been announced that if you have TikTok, delete it from your phone. It will not be accessible on on our um, uh, district internet uh, district wide. Um, so of course, you know people can they have their own devices. They can have their regular internet service. But as far as Flagler Schools devices and our internet connection. They you will guys not already have put the. How about in Volusia County, Jesse? Are you getting any pushback? People saying we want TikTok. No, and you know it's funny. I actually so our Habitat for Humanity is here does a summer camp, and last week I went to speak to a big group of middle school and high school students, and I just really I was sharing with them things on the school board level, which were kind of boring. And I was like, let me talk to you. What do you all see? And it's funny you mentioned the teacher with the TikTok video because one of the students in eighth grade, she told me she's like, I don't think it's fair that we're not going to be allowed to have. Um, you know, the social media on our phones. That's not fair. And I was like, well, don't you think that it's going to stop some of these fights and some of these issues? And that's the path I was going. And she goes, no, it's not fair because our teachers are the ones on TikTok. And that blew me away. And it was one of those aha moments where, you know what? You're right. Let's talk about this. And I mean, it was such a great bonding experience, but we constantly think about students doing this, students doing that. And trust me, they are. But you, there's the whole other side of that coin where you do have teachers making these videos, promoting these things, and sometimes teachers make these videos that are inappropriate, whether it's the music, whether it's what they're doing, what they're wearing. A lot of our students, whether they'll admit it or not, look up to these teachers. And, you know, what exactly are our teachers promoting to our students? So I'm, I'm happy about it. I haven't gotten any pushback yet from teachers, um, from parents. I think so. Uh, you know, I think their TikTok and social media, as we've all kind of talked about, has gotten out of hand. People tend to say things that they wouldn't say to people's faces mm-hmm. on that. They tend to do things. Um, you know, I had to sit down with my son this summer um, and talk to him about social media. It, it was um, what is the other the uh, Snapchat? He thought he was talking to another child his age. And the person was trying to get him to send inappropriate pictures and he wouldn't do it. And he, he came to me and he said, Dad, this is really weird. And I picked up the thing and kind of dialogued with it, found out it was a grown man from South Africa that was trying to get him to send pictures inappropriately posing as a girl. And then he he was um, trying to extort money. And I lit him up. I tell you, he'll never reach on that again. I, I actually called the thing. I figured out how to call it and called him. And I, I was 
going crazy on him. But at the end of the day, one of the kids that goes to Flagler schools and, and the Flagler and Volusia is really good for this, came up and said, you know, we learned that in school, that there's all kind of con things and things like that. And I think that's what we need to start focusing on is protecting our kids from this and not just throwing the avenue of exposure to this. Because my son, who came from Georgia, who did they they tend in that school district want to not talk about these things and they want to just shut them down and they want to try to like Paul said be good Republicans and keep their mouth shut and just do what they're supposed to do um, you know that which isn't you know it, it, we're not in that day and time you've got to speak up you got to fight and you got to have people like Will you got to have people like uh, Pastor Jay. You got to have people like Jess and Paul that are fighting hard. And in other counties, we got some great ones in Orange County, Duval, that are fighting for these kids. But at the end of the day, I want my kids to learn about how to protect themselves from this stuff, not be exposed. You know, and I'll tell you that in Flagler County and in other counties, too, you, you really – if you're a conservative, you can't just trust the R behind somebody's name. You have to do your research. Yes. There you go. And because there yep. are people Especially that, if they're in office. Absolutely. Find right. out how they voted. You want to see, did they just turn their affiliate party affiliation over shortly before that election? You need to, to if, they've, mm-hmm. if they have been elected, look at their voting record. Um, that is what's going to tell you the type of person that how they're going to lead Mm -hmm. you know and our we have district five and district three coming up in 24 and mind you i'm only mentioning that because they have publicly said they're not running again so i mean oh i heard it was because that crazy group called the packaderms (laughs) whatever the reason is (laughs) it was in print they put it out i'm just saying whatever the reason is they've publicly announced that they're not running of course they could change their mind but uh, if if that's the case then um if there's people out there that really had thought, you know, hey, maybe it's time for me to throw my hat in the ring. You might want to start preparing for that now. And, you know, if you have any uh, questions about what it's like to, to run, I'm happy to, to share with you my experience. And if you need any guidance, I'll be happy to help you. Yeah. So um, so I just just putting that out there. Or reach out to the Republican executive clubs and talk to them and tell them you're interested. You know, guys, I'll tell you right now, God is calling for warriors to stand and fight. Mm -hmm. This isn't a time in our society where we sit back and we turn our cheeks and we we duck our heads and think it's going to go away. It's not going away. It's getting worse. It's growing. It's truly like a cancer. Unless we do something about it, it is going to overtake and destroy this nation destroy the future and it's going to destroy our kids and that's something that is not on the bargaining table in my house and i'm sure that is the same with you will pastor jay jess paul we don't we are not going to negotiate with our future of our kids and we're not you know you mentioned the bible and there's a story in the bible to talk about how god is always looking for someone who's going to rise up who's going to go who's going to say something and and if he doesn't he works through people god has chosen to work through people and it's the time and a season where he's working through us right and right now i'm just be conservative Republicans, but it could be people anywhere. It doesn't matter what your title is or where you are. He wants to use you, want you to pray, want you to stand up for what's right, because we're living in a day and age where wrong is right and right is wrong. And we've got to stand for something, right? You know, I agree. And, I, and I'll say this, I'll go on and say this too. When, when a Republican and a conservative is standing up and they're fighting, mm-hmm. don't scatter and run when, when the media calls them out or attacks them. Come to their aid. You That's know, it. it's, I, I 
I'm going to look back at King David. I look at King David. The man wasn't perfect. Can you imagine social media attacking him today? I mean, I'm sure if there were red Ferraris back then, King David would be flying up the interstate in a red Ferrari. No, <laughs> uh, that, that was probably King Solomon. But, he'd have been but in a, King Solomon would have he, been in a, he uh, been, he, yeah, he would have been, definitely been in one. But my point is, when these people are defending and fighting, I see Will fighting, I see Jess fighting. Don't sit there and go, well, they, they've got it. I don't have to do anything. Get their backs. Get yeah. behind them. Paul, when people like Paul, who's with the Republican Executive Club of Volusia, when they're going out and they're fighting for a mission, get behind them. Today is the day that we need to stand, we need to fight, and we have to win. At all costs, we've got to win. I hope our governor doesn't leave the state of Florida. we got more work that he needs to be doing. I'm, I'm praying that he, he uh, kind of, sees the light and says, hey, I need to stay in Florida a little bit more because we need him. I, I can't imagine somebody coming in and taking his place, although I'd love to see him as well, president Why don't you run day. for governor? Um, you know what? I, <laughs> I, I think the thing I'm going to run for right now is I'm going to run for a lunch because I we've got some of the best food in the world in Florida. And I, you guys know that I've been too long and not eaten, so I'm ready to go. Will, thank you for what you do. Paul, thank you for what you do. Jess, thank you for what you do at the Volusia County School Board. And Pastor Jay, thank you for what you do all over. This is the greatest state in the greatest country in the world. Remember, live, workshop, play, and let's get educated the right way in Florida. Have a great weekend.